This is Stories from the Red Zone, Tips and Tactics, and Gear Review. And you are listening to the Archery Maniacs Podcast. 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 on the lookout for our November sale. If you spend 50 bucks, no matter how, as long as it totals up to 50 bucks, we're going to give you a free Yeti. Head on over to www.archerymaniacs.com to check that out. Our live podcast is every Wednesday. If you got a question, feel free to jump on live and submit the question there. Send it to us in direct message or click the got a question button on our website and submit it that way. We really appreciate your participation and your questions and look forward to helping out any way that we can. Do you suffer from target panic? Does buck fever have you shaking in your boots at the moment of truth? Well, check out Iron Mind Hunting. Joel Turner's complete controlled process shooting program will take you and your shooting skills to the next level. Decide to succeed with Iron Mind Hunting. Joel offers online courses as well as in-person seminars. Check it out at www. IronMindHunting.com. Now let's get into the show. The the craziest whitetail hunt that I've been on, or the craziest way I've ever shot a whitetail. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. So just let me know when you want. Well, I'm gonna get rolling. And... I am ready whenever you are, man. <laughs> okay. I'm glad right. you have a good internet connection because it's way better with with yeah. with you having a good internet connection. Yeah. Good. good. Okay, whenever so, you're ready, go for it. <laughs> okay, so uh, it was it would have been the fall of 2012, and my my brother, oh you know Josh, so my brother Josh and my dad and I all met up, and then we went and hunted um, <coughs> hunted some family land in South Dakota, and so it was like you know gonna be week long whitetail hunt, you know it's kind of like very open country stuff. So a lot of ground blind stuff, like hardly any trees to hang in. You know, most of the trees you hang a tree stand in are like this big around. So. <laughs> the kind that you need to use a ladder stand to hold the tree up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there was a, there was a cut cornfield on the, the North side of the property. And like just to the South of that is this big, like a big drainage that runs through. Like, I mean, it's like one of the only, creek bottoms that's it's pretty much dried up but it's one of the only creek, like travel routes for deer in like a long span so i was like you know i feel like deer are gonna be working along that like in the evenings or whatever they'll go up to the cornfields to feed you know i had this whole thing mapped out in my head what would <laughs> what would work right yeah so i set a ground blind next like basically tucked it in this big um pile of uh tumbleweed and then like just my dad and I sat there. Yeah, there it is. That's the interior of this bad boy. Sorry, I just had to show it since we brought it up. Yeah. Dude, that looks sick. You guys have done a lot of work. Yeah, it's been busy. <laughs> I can tell. That's impressive. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, so uh, got, the, got the ground blind and, and sat there one night. My dad and I were sitting in the blind and nothing happened. And... uh and so we walked, we hiked out and I had put out a decoy and stuff cause it's the rut, you know, and like those big, long, like open spaces, it seems like you can attract deer at least close enough to come check out the decoy. Um, you know, if they can see it. So mm-hmm. 
So I set up decoy, nothing happened. Uh, the next morning, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go back in there and see what happens. Like uh, maybe something will travel along there, whatever. And then my, Josh and my dad were going to sit in the other blind. So sitting there for whatever, it was like 9.30. I had one little buck and a couple does, and the buck had like come came marching into the decoy and like tried to come in and kill it and then winded the decoy and then just bolted out. So apparently I hadn't done a good enough job. <laughs> <laughs> making it scent free but uh so i was uh i was texting back and forth with my dad and brother like hey you guys seeing anything like you know not much going on here why don't we get out of the blind in like whatever half hour so sat there for a half hour packed up my stuff got out of the blind stood up looked back behind the blind and there's a doe walking at the very edge of the field like i mean probably half mile away but I pulled the binos up and it's a doe being followed by like this really nice buck and a couple other little bucks. And so I throw my crap back in the blind and I get back in. Uh oh. So I'm grunting at him. I'm rattling. I'm doing oh, hold everything. up. It. It froze for like – last I heard was I throw my crap back in the blind and it froze for 10 seconds. <laughs> so yeah, threw my crap back in the blind, got back in, texted my dad and brother. I was like, hey, there's a deer in the field. I'm going to try to like get him over the decoy, see what – you know. And so I'm rattling, nothing. I'm grunting, nothing. I'm snort wheezing. You know, not, I mean the doe is walking out to the middle of the field and the buck's just right behind her and nothing. And so – now all I can they go into this little depression, so all I can see is his antlers just kind of looking back and forth, like protecting his, you know, doe. And then another buck comes from the north side and comes in and then all of a sudden, like they're in a massive fight, like these two big bucks. And they're in a massive fight and pushing each other off and stuff. And they fight like I'm watching this whole thing, I'm like, Man, this is crazy, you know, it's like a half mile away. <clears throat> so uh I was like, well, I texted him again. I was like, you know, nothing's going to happen. Like, they're on this doe. They're out in the middle of the field. Like, there's no way they're going to come into the decoy. So right after I send that text, this trailblazer comes down the road. <laughs> and so, like, the deer are halfway between me and the, the trailblazer. And I'm thinking, you know, like, uh, the Dakotas are no stranger to um, – like road hunting for deer, like you know, like that yeah, happens. Yeah. And uh, um, I was like, oh man, they're gonna see these deer, and like if it's a deer hunter, some you know somebody's gonna hop out and do you know whatever. So what I didn't expect was them to be pheasant hunters, and they stopped. They didn't. They never even saw the deer. They stopped just like right opposite the other side of me and the deer. One guy hops out. And start shooting at pheasants in the in the roadway because you can do that. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. And he starts shooting at these. I see. These, I'm looking at this with dino. And these two pheasants pop up. This guy starts shooting. I go back to the deer, and now the deer are just hauling ass towards me. <laughs> like they're running towards me. So, so I put my binos down, and I grab my bow, and I grab my grunt tube, and I was I was 
like they were going to skirt me like 80 yards and jump the fence. So I was literally just blowing my grunt tube like a duck call. I mean, it was as loud and as fast and hot. me just, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but the lead doe that they're all following, I had a doe and a buck decoy out. The lead doe, out of the corner eye, sees two deer and safety. And she hammers on the brakes, runs directly to the decoys, followed immediately by the biggest buck. And so I see all this happen, and I drop the grunt tube, I draw back, and, like, turn, and the deer, uh, like, the big buck comes over, like, is standing broadside, turns and looks, sees movement, and I just put one right through him. <laughs> so, and he was done. He, like, he, whatever, ran off, died right there. It's like, and it's my biggest buck, and it's, <laughs> like... I mean, the chances of at that moment a truck coming along and hopping out and shooting at peasants to scare them close enough to me. I mean, like, what are the odds of that? So, <laughs> not very good odds because most of the time you'd be sitting there and you'd be dirty pissed that the pheasant hunters came over. Exactly, because the deer would be scared away and yeah, no, scared them right to me. So, yeah. And they had no idea, you know, like they literally just drove up, shot at a couple pheasants, and then they just took off again. So, like, they didn't have any clue, but, yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine just running through your head when the deer turn and started running right at you. I can't imagine that you're just like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Like, it was straight panic mode. <laughs> but, you know, apparently apparently I made the right call. Like, I made enough noise to where there was, you know, that doe was like, oh, there's, you know, there's deer. Like, it'll be safe right here. And then she just ran right in. So, huh. Yeah, it was crazy. I bet. Have you been that lucky ever again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a chance. I mean, I've had I've had pretty good luck with whitetail, uh, but nothing like that. <laughs> I gotta start sending you these pictures when they freeze. Yeah. <laughs> Did mine freeze on you? Just a little. Yeah. Yeah. Little. I my last podcast I just got off of. I would every time it freeze, I'd take a picture and send it to him. Because it would always freeze, like when he was like in the middle of his story, you know. <laughs> uh, but man, that's just insane. So, were you guys? I I missed that part. Did you? Were you guys hunting your guys's land, or were you just hunting some some public land yeah. there? That was uh, we were hunting family land. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So that's pretty much everything. Really cool. Pretty much everything else I've done is all public stuff, but. Yeah, but that was, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm an opportunist. I'm not going to turn down the opportunity to hunt private land. <laughs> no, no way. If I ever, like, if I had long curly hair or, or was just a better looking dude, I would ask more people if I could hunt their land because it's usually a, a, a no before I even get to the door. Like, I don't even have to knock. <laughs> I, like, start walking over there and they come out and, ah, get it. Yep. We don't allow hunting. Just leave. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I think that happens a lot. Right? Yeah. Right? 
but then on the flip side too, it's almost crazy how often they how some of them just say yes, and yeah. and I guess you just have to be in the mentality where what's the worst they can do is say no. I mean, I I think it's very light unlikely that they're going to come out and start shooting at you. Yeah, <laughs> pretty slim odds. Yeah, slim. but yeah, I don't know. Dude, you're right though. That is that is a very unlikely way to kill a deer. Yeah, yeah. One time. I shot, and this is this is a story that I'm definitely not proud of, but it's an extremely unlikely way to kill an antelope. Um, I was shooting an antelope, and I just, very first animal I ever shot with a bow, and I was terrible at judging yardages back then. I'm not good at them now, but I was even worse back then. And uh, I go draw back, and I... I had a pendulum sight, and I moved it to like 65 or 70 yards, you know, and I go to draw back, and I'm aiming, I'm aiming, and I let her fly, and I watch as my arrow gets about three quarters away there and just starts dropping, and it skips off the ground and hits the antelope. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like freaking out, because I'm just like, I hit it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) not how I wanted to hit it. But I hit it, (laughs) and it hit it way back, you know, in the stomach, but it went out there, and within about 10 minutes, I snuck in, and I was able to shoot it again, you know, but it it clipped some arteries on the way in, some, you know, pure luck, you know. Yeah, pure luck. Yeah, lucky enough that it slowed it down to where I could go, and then I got, like, 40 yards and and double-lunged it and, and everything like that, but I just remember, like, tunk. I used to see this poof of dust fly from my arrow. I was like, well, I obviously missed. And I see the antelope just take off. Like yeah. like it got struck by – like it got electrocuted or something. And I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> and I pulled my binoculars and my arrows in and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, definitely interesting. Yeah, it was the first animal I ever shot with a bow. Yeah. But, but yeah – thank you for tuning in to the show it means a lot to us but seriously though i really appreciate your ear and it would mean the world to me if you would rate our podcast if you didn't like it one star it but if you did a five is even better don't forget to comment like share and hit that subscribe button Thanks again for tuning into the show. Be on the lookout for five new weekly podcasts. Monday is our main show. Tuesday is Journey to the Podium. Wednesday is our live podcast as well as the previous week's live podcast recording. Thursday is Stories from the Red Zone, Tips and Tactics, and Gear Review. And Friday is Body D Wiggles. Some other podcasts that you should definitely check out are... Eastman Elevated with Bride and Barney. And Hunt Harvest Health with Ryan and Hillary Lampers. Some other YouTube channels to check out. Hardworking Hunter, Sterling's Extremes Outdoors, and Lane Walter Productions. And a special thanks to... Maven Optics, Six Sight Gear, Dark Energy Tech, Shield Mountain Outdoors, The Outdoor Insiders, Iron Mind Hunting, Valkyrie Archery, and Gannett Ridge Sporting Equipment.